listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while while we break break it it all down. down Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Cannabis Hangout. This episode is sponsored by Timeless and their newest Noir product line. Dun, dun, dun. Their packaging is very sophisticated, I'd say, and clean looking. And I've personally been enjoying the Blue Dream Live Resin Cart. What about you, Sob? I've been chiefing on the Northern Lights before bed and it does exactly what I want within okay. two puffs and the flavor is... You can find these cartridges at a dispensary near you. Just be sure to check Weed Maps. All right, guys, let's dive right in. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Miss Albany Anderson. She's a local here in OKC. She's a lover of all things cannabis. She's into marketing and the educational side of the cannabis plant and breaking the stigma stigma that there is. So with all of that being said, we want to welcome Miss Albany to the Cannabis Hangout. What's up, guys? How's it going, Albany? We are so happy to have you. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. So let's just dive right in. Tell us where your cannabis journey began. Yeah, man. So um, obviously it started a little bit before the legalization process here. No, yes, I'm about to say the least. I can relate. Um, I started using cannabis in high school mainly for relief of anxiety from playing sports my whole life. So Okay. What'd you play? I played basketball. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I played basketball um, and just to also alleviate pain that yeah. I experienced from being an athlete. So Yes. I started in high school, but then my uh, professional career began in about 2018. I started doing advertising sales for a weed magazine. Okay. Cool. Um, nice. Met my old boss, ran the Green Grow Expo, which was a cannabis expo here um, for two years, and now I'm in marketing. Hell yeah. So Look at you. That's cool. Yeah, man. So at what point when you started like your first time smoking, did you had you done which, I mean, being in high school, had you done research for the pain aspect of it? Or were you just like, okay, I'll try it. And then it just like from there you were like, you noticed that relief and you're like, okay, like I'm going to roll with this. So I had definitely, I mean, I have an older brother, so he's 11 years. Yeah, Yeah, that's very helpful. (laughs) And he actually suggested it. And at the time he was, you know, 20. Five or something. He's 11 yeah. years older than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I can relate. My sister's 10 years older than me. Yeah. So cool. he was kind of like my bad influence. We're like the black sheep of the yeah. family yeah. or whatever. Whatever so you're going to call it. He he definitely kind of led me in that direction That's to, cool. to try it rather than pop an ibuprofen after every yeah. game, after yeah. every practice or whatever. So That's cool that. that you had that safe space with the sibling to do that. Yeah. Because it's always different. Because Brandon's first time was trying it with her siblings. And I know that's yeah. a safe space to do it because you'd never done it before. You just right. only seen us and like what we were and not that we were anything crazy we were just chill but yeah it, it's always like it's that's cool that you got to experience that yeah. with your brother and yeah. he was the one that was like hey 
try this. Like, give it a try. And, and it was probably some brick are. weed or something. Yeah, <laughs> of course. That's what it all was. We just, like, knew, even yeah. if it was the guy in the apartment complex, whatever. He told us it was some good shit. And, and we're we like, just awesome. believed it. Yeah. Like, this is fire great. <laughs> whatever fire means, I, I'm just I happy that you some. said it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> 20 totally. bucks, here you go. Here's my 20. Yes. See how long that lasts oh me, like, a night. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I use cannabis for anxiety and to chill my body out after work and just to get in a good night's sleep, a good headspace, creativity, and really just for my overall well-being, I feel like. What do you, I know you said anxiety. Do you use cannabis for anything like that you target now that was different from when you were using it when you were growing up? A hundred percent. I mean, over the past two years, I've been able to gain like a more broad spectrum and knowledge mm-hmm. on what cannabis and so much power in that sense. Yeah. And what, you know, what different types of genetics are going to help mm-hmm. what, um, the way that we metabolize it, uh, just going from like edibles to tinctures to smoking yeah. and just like using the different cannabinoid research and everything. So I, I'm yeah. picky about, so I, I'm picky and choosy to what you should be. Yeah. I yeah. use it for, but mainly anxiety, pain. And if I'm just needing to chill the fuck out, yeah. you know? Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Overall, yeah, not I even know. anxious. I'm just like, I just want to fucking chill. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I totally agree I'm prepping for my night right now. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. I've been talking about it all day. <laughs> so the industry and the market here in Oklahoma are both really hot. What made you want to get into the cannabis industry and what were you doing before? Good one. Man, um, like I said, just like my base knowledge of being a cannabis user for so long, I was interested, and my friend that owned a dispensary back in 2018 was like, hey, this dude's looking to do ad sales mm-hmm. for this weed magazine. Like, you, you're you're an advertising major. Mm-hmm. You should just try it. And I was like, cannabis industry. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's just starting, but, like, let's try it out. And it was definitely rocky, but I stuck it out, and I was just like, this is definitely what's meant for me. I love yeah. that. So, so yeah. you've never been in other, any other industry other than the cannabis industry? I was in the service industry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I was so what were you doing before? Oh, I was um, working at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Okay. Oh, cool. So I was oh, their yeah. marketing coordinator doing music and concerts. So it's very there. different. Oh. It's very different, but it's also like the culture of yes, music. Yes, it's and, very like, similar. The culture similar. of cannabis yeah. are kind of like dysfunctionally beautiful. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? A great way to so yeah. I was in music before and then it was kind of a seamless Okay. That's not seamless, so cool. but it was definitely in yeah. my it same just transitioned. Realm. It yeah. happened how it was supposed to do the for The rolling you. with mm-hmm. the punches part was very easy because you were already used to doing it. Exactly. Because you have to definitely roll with the punches if you're in the yeah. industry. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So would you say, does your family know that you use cannabis and are you open with them with it? Yeah. Um for sure. My mom grows some really oh, fire gas. Wow. <laughs> your mom grows. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's cool shit. She's been using cannabis about as long as I have. We like now like smoke the bong together. Oh, like, my mom's a like bond. a modern day so She's fun. super Yeah, she's super cool. That is so, so cool. Wow. To be able to like Love bond with you. your mom over that yes, too is so special. Especially being older, you know, because obviously as we get older, we get more integrated into our relationship with our parents and like we cherish the times that we have and that's what and better sure way to like cherish your, your times. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just cool to be able to, uh, you know, a lot of Parents have dealt with addiction or, you know, different things. So my mom using cannabis as like 
her go-to medicine is so cool because, yes. you know, my mom is almost 60. So yeah. for me, her, her health and her longevity is important. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. So I'm, I'm just really thankful and grateful that she knows oh, yeah. the, the use of cannabis and what I can do for I her. I love so. that. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Wow, oh, <laughs> Definitely easy. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I miss my mom. Love, <laughs> love you, mom. Fear listening right? to this. Oh, let the tears flow. <laughs> so are you saying that, are you a flower girl or concentrates? I'm definitely right now. So it's like yeah, right it's now. like right now I've been um on live resin okay. and flower. That's like mainly what I'm fucking with right yeah. now. So Hell yeah. What strain are you smoking on right now? Um I just had some straw nana. Mm. I think that's what straw I would had or the peanut butter breath. Both great. Yeah. I know. I was trying to, um one of those two. Nice. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are good answers. What does your mom yeah. grow? She grows uh, Palm Beach Sour. She has some, like, Granddaddy Perp, maybe. Or she has, what is it, Grandpa Stash. Wait, Um, is your mom in Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to come back through with your mom's bud. Oh, hell yeah. That's so cool that she does that. Family business. Yeah. Hell yeah. Keep it going. (laughs) So I know for me, I bond over using cannabis with the ones that I love. Do you think that using cannabis as an adult has helped you connect deeper in your relationships? One thousand percent, man. Yes. Um, I think trying to keep cannabis out of my life is more difficult than integrating it into my life right now. Yeah. Which that's not a bad thing. I feel feel like the deeper I get into this industry and the more just like high energy, high vibrational people that I meet that care about this, um, I can definitely connect with on a deeper level. So we're having conversations. It's almost like, man, I'm sick of talking about weed. Like all we talk about is weed. But at the same time, it's like so intertwined within our lives that it's like, it makes sense. It's so natural compared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. It's a very relatable subject. Yes. Like, we can talk about this shit for hours. It's like yeah. talking about the weather mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Talking yeah. about cannabis. Yeah. Is, yeah. You know, if you are a like-minded individual with cannabis, yeah. so it, the conversation can just flow and go so many mm-hmm. different directions, exactly. I feel like. Yep. Yeah, and that's why we're here. Right? <laughs> so, here we are. Talking about weed. <laughs> so whenever I smoke, one thing I love to do, I love to stretch. I love deeply stretching, yeah. doing yoga. I like to turn on some tunes or play some like meditation type music. What do you love to do when you're smoking or like after you smoke like what's the vibe that you have um so definitely hit up the fridge okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. um no I'm actually like I said I, I keep repeating it but I was like an athlete so for me I use it a lot for pain so if I'm if I'm using cannabis I like to do the same exact thing like I'm cool. stretching touching my toes yes stretching out on the floor filling your my body shoes. all the time yeah, it makes you hyper aware of those those things to, and then you can use that knowledge in order to yeah. fix whatever pain or mm-hmm. or you know totally mental thing that you might have yeah. going on so. so to follow that up with brand's question i saw that you practice yoga pretty avidly uh-huh. i remember when i was consistently doing yoga back some years ago um it was a whole mood smoking before i went in i feel like i was in an alternative alternative state uh-huh. where i just it was like transcending smoking before i walked into that hot yoga room i just felt like i was a whole nother being my mentality felt strong i physically felt strong and i felt there was one time I went in without smoking and it was a whole different mentality shift for me yeah. and not in a good way. Like I felt like I was more stumbling, like my thoughts were all over the place. I didn't feel like it was a meditative state for me. So when you go into your yoga flows, do you find cannabis to be your ally during those movements and those practices? 
Yes. So anytime I medicate before I do any type of movement, if that's like native flow movement or yoga, um, it just helps me hone in on, like you said, that flow state, like being connected to your body. Mm -hmm. And that's like what that practice is all about. It's just like feeling yourself and when you can you know, get your brain flowing in the way that cannabis does. Mm-hmm. Um, it creates a high vibration in my opinion. Yeah. And therefore you're, you're able to kind of take control of your body and, yeah, and do what yeah. you want and be more malleable. Yeah. <laughs> have open. you been to that yoga class that they have locally where you can smoke and do yoga? No. What okay. The hell? We should go. Let's I've been dying it. to go. One of my <laughs> friends goes and she always is telling me to go, but I just, it's at a weird time where I can never go cause I work retail, but it, if I ever get the time, we should definitely go. Oh, it's super cool. cool. You can like smoke during your flow, like through the what? whole flow. Yeah. You just like buy. You need a live, live stream that. Yeah. It's In really sure, cool. Yeah. yeah. That would be so <laughs> awesome. So when it comes to cannabis, what area are you most passionate about? I know you have a lot of knowledge in your brain. What are you most passionate about? Like, what do you like zone in on? Would you say? Probably. Okay. So let me think about that. Yeah. Because there's a few things. Um, yeah. You can name a few things too. Yeah. I think just making patients aware of what is quality product right now. Yes. It, I'm very Into that research. About, yes. Yeah. Um, and I, for me personally, I'm diving deeper into like what specific cannabinoids do for you. Yeah. So like being able to relay that education to patients mm-hmm. and helping them find the brands that fit their needs and yeah. the products and the types of cannabis usage usage is super important. Yeah. Um, it's just something I've been trying to spread word of and, that's good. We need yeah, more people like that definitely. in this industry in Oklahoma, period. Yeah, yeah. But and I've just seen, I mean, people bash Oklahoma mm-hmm. like a lot on our on what's happening right now in the state. But for me, I've just seen it kind of blossom. Like in yeah. an, from an optimistic view. Like the community is so beautiful and us, you know, binding together and being like, man. Fuck that. We don't want yeah, out of state yeah, people here. Yeah. We want our community to stay here for our patients mm-hmm. with quality medicine. Yes. And I think that just seeing that and kind of the, the pack mentality is really cool. Yes, yes. It's definitely, I feel like Oklahoma, this community period and cannabis shows yeah. so much love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so tight knit for that reason. But it's yeah. also like, we're Oklahoma. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. Like, we're not like <laughs> Colorado. Like, where Oklahoma has its roots, I feel like in a different way yes. than other places places do and so we are protective over certain things and we do love our growers who are local I mean there's just so many different things I feel like we focus on and Mm -hmm. appreciate a lot more that but they come what you're saying though it all is like a trickle effect yeah. Trickle. Um, yeah. So we all know that cannabis creates perspective on top of healing our bodies. In what ways do you think cannabis has played a role in shaping your thoughts and the way you think and live as an adult? It's a deep one. Ah oh, man, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. I know. I'm no. Sorry, I take a deep breath. <laughs> You're good. Um, so, for and I'll keep it pretty simple, but just mindset overall, just being able to take a breath and realize, like, for me, we're just so small and such. You know, and we're a blip in time. Yes. And so for me, cannabis helps me stay self-aware, like aware of my body and aware of how I treat people. Um, like in aware of my body, yeah, like physically, right? You know yes. what I mean, so whereas people that I feel might not use cannabis mm-hmm. or plant medicine at all, mm-hmm. um, I see them just very stiff and sterile. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, like this is this is such a beautiful medicine to yes. be able to release so many things yes. and being able to just like, you know, connect back. Um that that's kind of Yeah. Like like yeah. you feel like everyone should be using it because it's going to benefit your body yeah. in more ways than one. Like you're not just gonna be high. Like the different cannabinoids, mm-hmm. you using cannabis, whatever form it might be, it's actually really good for your overall well being. Yes. Compared to all of the other you know, pills you or, you know, yeah. vaccines, all these different things that you might be putting into your body yeah. that's not I mean personal opinions on some of them, but you know, I, I see what you're saying with yeah, that. Yeah. And just like the, the overall self-awareness has been pretty awesome. That's a good yeah, answer. That is self-awareness really period, like yeah. mentally and physically. Yeah. Cause if you're physically aware, yeah. you're mentally yes. in a good headspace. It's all, all your chakras, your chonkles are lining up, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. <laughs> I love that energy. Yeah, <laughs> so what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the term pothead? Ah, uh, man. Hothead. Ugh. I know. I don't it's like irritating, that at all. isn't it's it? So it's just ir- irritating. Like, Rub me the wrong way. It definitely is like a negative stigma. Yeah. I think that, and like, in my opinion, I even think stoner is kind of a little yeah. bit negative. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. we, just a society so of what we've what we've kind of based that around is and like, what you people have ran with. Yeah. Whatnot. Like, so. who came up with the t- term stoner? Like, why stoner? Because you look like a stone sitting on the couch. Yeah. Like, not really, <laughs> like, though. Your eyes look like they have been hit stones. with stones because you're so stoned. Yeah, it's stone. And yeah, why do we know. say stone? Because it's stoner is an adjective for stoner. Right. So. Stone. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Stoned or stoner, you know? like Yeah. Are you a stony? <laughs> like, you know? You can go so many ways with that. But even, you're like, pothead, I'm like, okay, a pothead. Like, you could be, like, love plants. Yeah. yeah, you could like love growing plants. A pothead, like yeah, great. you could love pots. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like literally. I know. It's just like it makes me laugh out loud just thinking. Like I had oh. to ask you. Like I wanted to know what you were just gonna say when I said pothead because yeah. it's such a like. Are you serious? <laughs> makes me want to be like, well, I know. Oh, well, it God. did. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I prefer weed connoisseur. Yeah, seriously, oh, yeah. that is seriously. like the Instagram bio. <laughs> I'm a connoisseur of weed. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, so from your standpoint, what's something in the Oklahoma market specifically that you <coughs> whoa, that you think needs work? Um, hmm. And what would you say is the greatest thing about being a patient in Oklahoma? Yeah, so... Work and being a patient. I think that what needs work right now is... I've already kind of said it, but like just educating people on what they're freaking intaking and putting yeah. into their body because... A lot of people don't have patients in mind. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. There are lots of brands out there that don't have yes. patients in mind. Just money. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just in a lot of out-of-state people. So mm-hmm. just like I think the education aspect of it and having solid, amazing bud tenders, educating our patients and mm-hmm. being like, this is what full spectrum is. This is what this cannabinoid can do and just educating them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's just, you know something we can work towards yeah Yeah. i agree i feel like it starts to with the bud tenders because Mm -hmm. you think of like you know the supply and demand and then in that sense like that is the that is where people are coming to and it starts with that bud tender if everyone could just know all of that like what you're saying the education side of it like you would have a well-saturated market of education i feel like because that's what people are doing Mm -hmm. when they're giving people their medicine yes and, yeah. and unfortunately, but fortunately, it would also weed out people that are not providing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And like RIP to the mom and pops, like obviously I support local all day, every right. day. Right. Yeah. But 
this is a medicine and this is people are smoking this and putting it into their mm-hmm. bodies. And if you don't have people and patients in mind, you shouldn't be in this industry. Yes, and you should have thought about that before you bought a license. Like, there you go. Say so it that's my <laughs> No, that's good. I know that's yeah, logical. That's, it's it just is. like common sense, mm-hmm. you would think, but it's not for everybody because everyone. everyone thinks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what would you say is the greatest thing about being a patient in Oklahoma? Oh man. Just like the overall networking and like community and the people that I've met. And I'm sure everybody comes on here and says that. But just coming from like somebody that's hosted events and being able to see hundreds and hundreds of brands from across the state and meeting those people Mm -hmm. behind the packaging and like behind the flour and behind the pre-rolls and behind the sauce, you know, it's just like, oh, dude, like. We can relate on so many levels, mm-hmm. and you're from here. Like that's sick as hell. Yeah. So I think just like the overall community has been. I know it's so yeah. fun. My part. Any like <laughs> any events or anything that we've got to go to, I feel like it's so welcoming and so warm because exactly. you're just you're you're meeting people behind the brands you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's really cool. I love like I love meeting the people who make the shit that I love because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's I you. love your like yeah. the Mammoth guys. I love the Mammoth guys. When I first met them, I was like. And then I finally learned about their but product. But it's also because they love their product. Yeah. And they know their product mm-hmm. loves you. Yeah. And like, it's like, yeah, the people who Lines are doing up. it right. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, totally. So I know you have a plethora of information in your head, and there's so much out there to learn regarding cannabis science and just personal experience. But in addition to what Saba asked you, what is something that you want to learn more about relating to cannabis right now? Oh, man, so much. I'm like a little curious cat all That's the time. That's so like, good. That's good. And from I work in a lab now, so I, I, I never knew shit about extraction. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything before. I knew kind of the process, but now like being front and center and seeing how the being extraction. Thrown in. Yeah, how it's like. It's just cool. so scientific. It's crazy, man. Um, and so with that, we've been doing research on different cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Um, so my hyper-focus right now is just like pinpointing what new cannabinoid isolates or whatever people are going to be coming out with to, and, and doing research on cool. that as well. So wow, that's neat. I've been getting into like THCVA or yeah. THCA and uh-huh. like, um, yeah. CBN, CBG, all that. So yeah. just kind of picking up my knowledge on the overall That's plant so itself. good that you, you're doing that period. Cause I feel like so many people want to know, but they don't do their own research. Yeah. Like it is... And that's where people's cannabis journey lacks behind because they don't take the time to do their own research. And so this isn't not just helping, obviously, for work, but, like, this is going to elevate your cannabis journey because now you're going to pass that information not only to yourself but, like, to all the people you love. And obviously you're getting a deeper knowledge of it. But you know your shit, Yeah, you're getting a deeper knowledge of it. So I feel like it applies differently. It hits differently with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know so much deeper. And so you're going to – it's just different, yeah. Which is cool. I'm I kind of that. a nerd about it, you know. Like people get kind of cool. geeked out on yeah. certain mm-hmm. things, and right now this is like so interesting to me because it's new, and I have been out yeah. of school for two years, so like my brain's been kind of on autopilot. So right. like finding out new things and like actually diving deep and doing research, I've just been like so. And it's something you love. It's, just like, it's not only you love it, but yeah. it's like self empowering, and like yeah. you feel so like accomplished. I feel like oh, you yeah. knowing that, and it's just, it's just armor. Really, mm-hmm. it's just gonna help you get yeah. to everywhere like you're wanting to go. Exactly. You know, in my professional career and in my on, yes, honestly, my yeah. own personal journey. Mm-hmm. And no, I I admire that. I admire yeah. people who are taking the time to do their own research on stuff because sometimes 
it can't always be fun and yeah. no, you don't want to like exhaust your brain or like go into it all. But mm-hmm. the fact that like you're interested and it's yeah. fun is so rare. It's like a little niche, you know, yeah. Yeah. you found it. <laughs> and yeah. I'm a girl and I'm a female. Right? So we haven't even talked about that, but like, yeah, yeah that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Like, being a female in such a male, we talk about this so yeah. often in a male dominated industry. It's so empowering in itself. Cause then when you go to those guys, you're like, yeah, this is what this is and this dude. They look at you and they're like, wow, this girl really knows her shit. And yeah. then they will never question you. They never question you yeah. a second time when you talk the talk that you know how to talk right. because it's like you're confident. You've done your research and you're like, okay, I know my shit. Like, Knowledge yeah. is power, Let's man. put it all on the table. Yeah. Seriously. Big, bo- big boss bitch energy, man. Yeah. That's hell yeah. Like, Do you, you work with beast. the majority men and I where work you with work? only men. Oh, oh so okay. you were the only girl. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. And yeah, I mean, so. in a good way of like shine. Yeah. You know, that's, how do you feel about that? How does it work? Um, Obviously, it's a little bit intimidating of course. at times. Yeah. But of course. at the same time, I think I'm kind of intimidating. Yeah, hell yeah. Like to them, I can kind of see this For exchange sure. of energy sometimes. I'm just like, you guys think I'm stupid and I'm not. Yeah. Shocking, like newsflash. You know, yeah. like, I know what yeah. I'm talking about. Like I know I'm confident in what I do. Um, but it's been great. Like yeah. there haven't been any issues That's with good. it, you know, nothing yeah. like that. There's but... nothing like having good female energy in the room though. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, female energy changes the game yeah. with a bunch of males. And you probably bless them with your presence more than they even know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like even with the, probably the little shit you do, like you, yeah. you at least go in there and organize one thing a day because that's what women do. And oh, even yeah. for that one thing you do, they're probably like, oh, thank God she does that because we do not want to do that. And they Or they probably don't even think about it. And they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool that she's doing that mentally. <laughs> I'll never say it, but mentally. Like I get plates for us when we get pizza ordered there. And they're like, oh, man, thanks for the plate. And I'm like, yeah, you there you go. Yeah, see? With that's no plate, energy a paper right towel. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just boy things. Funny, literally. Um, well, Albany, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we hop off? Man, um, let's just say I'm going to go off with a little outro. Yeah, hell yeah, give us an outro. Let's just say smoke good, eat good, live good. Yeah, that's perfect. Smoke good, Um, eat good, live good. Words to live by. Hell yeah. Albany, thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate you. We really enjoyed you. Yeah, you were awesome. Such a beautiful soul. It's awesome to connect with you in a different way than we've seen each other in social settings i feel like we got to dive a little bit deeper today yes i love it (laughs) well guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the cannabis hangout stay tuned for next week's episode and as always brand stay medicated Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.